Hey everybody, welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary and uh, excited to be back with you after a, a week off that we never intended to take. We've got lots to talk about. March Madness for sure, new releases in the NBA, lots of game action to break down and uh, really to think about who are we doing this for? Because a lot of you are brand new or newer to card collecting and investing and, and uh, taking your NBA your pro basketball passion to the next level by becoming a collector or investor here. And uh, boy, if you're like me, we're not dealing with like tons and tons of money to invest or years and years of momentum and building up these, these incredible card collections. So tonight to talk about new releases, we're going to have a special guest. My favorite basketball player of all time is here, Luke and he's going to break down a little bit of uh, his card collecting history and March Madness from the perspective of a teenager in COVID world. So good times ahead. We'll also talk a little bit about what I'm seeing in the second half of the NBA season so far. Maybe some trade deadline thoughts and some Lamelo ball. Uh, we're sad for him, but uh, uh, yeah. It's a thing that we need to see if, the, if other players will get opportunities uh, in the midst of that. So let's do it. Hello, Hoops and Cards Nation. This is Gary. It is a beautiful day here in Northeast Ohio and a great time to release a new Hoops and Cards episode. And speaking of new releases, oh, it is so hard to find or to get new basketball cards. In fact, uh, I used to be one of those guys that tried my luck at going to Target or Walmart I'll still do it randomly, like the other day as I was traveling, I stopped at Meyer, and uh, you might find a sign, something like this, there was a sign by where they put all the, uh, where the cards <laughs> used to be, that said, hey, uh, limit one pack per customer, or one box, one product per customer, and cards will only be available back at the electronics desk on Friday at 3pm, and I looked at my I almost said watch. I, we all use our phones for clocks, right? You guys don't use. Anyway, so I, I looked at my phone. It was late Friday afternoon. I'm like, okay, I'll see if there's anything back at the desk. And the lady at the desk said, oh, no. Those sold out. There was a line uh, at from the electronics desk up and down two or three aisles, she said, at 3 o'clock. And it was crazy. And we're not talking about... Cleveland. We're not talking about Akron. We're talking about some hole-in-the-wall mire in, I don't know, man, Lexington, something. Yeah, lines. Everybody knows when the releases are. Everybody seems to have a connection, or nobody has a connection, to, to the guy that stocks the shelves, to Excel marketing, or whatever. All that to say, it, it feels like trying to find Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster or, you know, navigating the Bermuda Triangle. You're just not going to find what you're looking for. 
And I, I would be fascinated, guys, because maybe you are on uh, discords or chat rooms or you've got friends that you have tried this, uh, tried to find new releases. In fact, a year ago it was hard enough. Now it's like uh, one morning the, one of the local targets here found out that, hey, uh, you know, if you show up that morning when we open, we'll put you on a wait list and text you when it's your turn to come buy some cards. I'm like, sometimes I get up real early anyway to run errands or take the kids to school or whatever. So there you go. I'm like, "Ah, I'll just stop over at Target. Target not yet open. Line of 15 dudes waiting to get, I don't know what it was, Prism Football. Who knows? I don't even think it was Prism Football. It was something else. My point is, my one problem, or we have a massive problem trying to find retail new releases, right? Don Russ basketball, NBA hoops to, to get those at retail price or get those at the store. When they release, you have to be really lucky or have a connection and, uh, you are in the minority. It's kind of like when you go online and you, if you've done top shot and I, I don't really know if I like it yet or not, I just bought a, a pack and got got lucky to get in a few weeks ago and got a pack. Uh, but today they had a new release of Cool Cats and I, I went in and it tells you that, hey, there are 290,000 people. That number keeps going up, by the way, the longer you wait. 290,000 people in the queue waiting to get randomly selected to get one of 65,000 packs. So the demand and the line for Top Shot was five, between five and six times the amount of people who would actually get a Top Shot pack. So you have to be super lucky to get something today, any new product, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, doesn't matter. You might find NASCAR, you might find hockey, but my guess is not for long. And this this episode, I did want to talk about, man, that's frustrating. And then uh, we'll talk about some solutions in a, mo- in a moment. But then, you know, the other thing is, if you do get that lucky, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to save the box at unopened wax? Are you going to rip it because it's just such an exciting thing and you got lucky enough to get a hanger box for 10 bucks or a blaster for 20 something or a mega box. Like, are you going to open that? Because I mean, stats show, and in my experience has shown most of the time when I open a box of cards, I don't get, unless you hit lightning strike in there, (laughs) I don't get the value that I just paid for it. And people are instantly um, seeing the value in reselling unopened wax boxes on eBay or on Starstock or on their Discord channels. Maybe that's a sounder investment. I would say if you are going to try to buy retail at, at Walmart or Target or anywhere else, you have got to hustle, you've got to be patient, and you've got to be prepared to be disappointed. And then once you get them, you've got to know what am I going to do with those, right? what am I going to do with those new cards? Am I going to open them and try to resell them? Boy, sell them while they're new because NBA hoops the first week, everything was worth something. And LaMelo ball rookies were flying off the eBay listings. were selling crazy 200 bucks, 150 bucks 
Well, now they went way down, and obviously LaMelo's hurt for the rest of the season. Yikes. So unless you were in on that first weeks of the hoop release, first few weeks, uh, that's a that's a losing cause. In fact, right now you could probably buy, you might find very soon, once Prism comes out, a LaMelo bargain, a hoops wax bargain that wasn't there two months ago. So maybe you just be patient. Here's my move. Uh, if I really want a box, an unopened box of, say, say, I really, boy, I really would love to get my hands on a box of Don Russ basketball 2021. I think those are great looking cards. I've always liked Don Russ. But I'm not going to buy them the first week. I'm not going to buy them the second week. I'm not going to buy them the third week unless, you know, unless I feel like it and get lucky at at the store, which I know is not likely. I'm not going to stand in lines. Sorry. If you are, that's great. Good good luck, right? Good luck and decide what you're going to do. You can flip them early or you can hold on to them and watch out for that value going down for a month or two as other new releases come out and steal their thunder and as the, the value of the hot, new, shiny, new object goes down, you've got to just be prepared for that and be okay with that and weather the storm. Be glad that you got them retail or be glad you got a good deal. I'm looking at wax uh, boxes of cards that, you know, they're not going to release more of. Like Mosaic did with basketball earlier in the year. They released more and more and gradually that increase in supply drives down the value. So what do you do? If you're not like spending hundreds of dollars on wax boxes, if you're not going to buy at a high price and send some away to be graded and wait longer and longer for those cards, what what would I need to do? What do you need to do to get your hands on new cards? Uh, You can be realistic and aim for the cheaper versions of cards like Revolutions, like NBA Hoops. You can wait and buy just the specific cards you want on eBay or ComC or Starstock or some other online platform. You can say, hey, I'm just going to bite the bullet and pay more. The, the value has gone up. The prices have gone up. I'm just going to pay more and and that's it. Uh, and maybe you're like me. You've decided, I, for the most part, guys, unless I view it as a box I'm going to buy and hold and not open for a while and watch its value go up like last year's basketball or last year's football or first issue, you know, the first year blaster boxes of uh, mosaic football or first year. We're really just thinking about when I buy a box and don't open it, there's that possibility that if I buy a 2019 box of Don Russ basketball, boy, you could get Zion, you could get Ja, you could get RJ Barrett, You could get yellow laser hollows. There's all sorts of inserts that you could get. You can, you basically have still that possibility because every time somebody opens a box, every time you rip wax, guys, it makes the other unopened boxes of cards more and more scarce, more and more in demand. Every time someone buys and opens a box, and it's hard not to. I, I want to know what's in that box. I love the fun of it. I love watching breaks. I love watching people rip wax and, and open cards online. But I think for the most part, and I it, it it's almost painful to say this, I have decided 
not to buy, again, unless it's lucky time on the shelves at Walmart, I am not buying new wax. I am not splurging. I'm not spending hundreds of dollars at a card store for boxes of wax or at the card show this Saturday. Tempting as it is, I'm not going to do it. And that's... (laughs) Maybe that's just for now. Maybe the card companies will catch up and print more. Maybe looking for cheaper sets. I don't know. But my advice as an investor is not to buy. It's to look for buy and hold. It's to consider long-term, but I wouldn't open the stuff. And that's that's hard because it is really fun. So I found a little bit of um, that same kind of joy watching breaks, watching YouTube videos of people opening cards and, uh, and not having that need to chase or get the adrenaline rush of, did we get that LeBron James silver refractor? Did we get that Juan Soto? Oh wait, this is a basketball card. You know what I'm saying? Did we get what's worth it? The other thing too is, is sometimes with these new releases, if you do rip the wax and you want to get your money back in resales of the cards that were in there, you have to sell right away. And you have to sell without having to pay eBay fees or shipping or other fees. Like, there's a lot of math there, guys. And um, I'm looking at, if I buy boxes, it's to buy and hold long-term, not open them. Buy them on star stock, even if you have to overpay a little bit. Let it just sit there and increase in value. If I need the fun of ripping wax, then maybe I allow myself one a season or one per issue you guys got to know your budget, right? Operate within that. Don't go buying tons of wax, ripping it, and then feeling sorry for yourself like you're a victim of what Panini felt like putting in there. You're not. You you take control. You don't have to open every... You don't have to discover everything. You can find a great deal on eBay on the one card you want or go on Starstock and place an offer on the one card you want. That's what I'm doing right now. That's how I'm approaching new releases. I want to, as we move to the second half of our episode of this episode, talk about players and and really the trade deadline coming up that, that there's a lot of exciting possibilities, you guys. So, so stay with us. Hoops and cards. Guys, here we go. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So lots of important things happening uh, in the NBA. Guys, you know about LeBron's injury. You know about LaMelo's injury. You know about the ongoing issues with the Brooklyn Nets. You know about Kevin Porter Jr. coming back, looking awesome, and then all of a sudden relegated to the bench behind Wall and Oladipo like you knew he would be. You know about the Trevor Ariza trade, Hamadou Diallo swap for Zvi Mikhailov. I don't know how to say his name, sorry. Uh, my point is lots of changes going on, and yet we've got the NBA trade deadline. We've got we've got big names: Andre Drummond, Bradley Beal, Norman Powell, 
there's a lot of contenders that could make big moves, and we all need to be watching. Do the Pistons hang on to Jeremy Grant? Are the Knicks serious? It looks like serious contenders, right? Are they going to do something big? The Celtics, Golden State, uh, there's, there's a lot going on. A lot of changes, too, with lineups. And I just want to point out some guys that are really, really producing. And their cards seem to just kind of stay where they're at for some reason. Colin Sexton has been on fire most of the season, really, but certainly the last couple weeks. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been fantastic. Norman Powell, yikes, if you look at the stats, Norman Powell, and, and you got to watch some of the last, the last week, two weeks leading up to the trade deadline, so March 25, guys, mark your calendars, if you are, especially if you're flippers or if you're like short-term investors, there will be some, uh, some cards that jump just on the news or just on the rumors. There will be some players even this week that have jumped just because those guys are getting more playing time as their teams are trying to showcase them for deals and some of the star players are sitting out. So I don't know how much you pay attention to NBA box scores. I would not let yourself get get uh, distracted by or too uh, impressed by one night or one game. But if you see a guy string together three or four or five games in a row, Jordan Poole, if you see a guy... That's that's performing well anytime he gets a chance, anytime he gets uh, minutes. Shake Milton. There are guys. Dort had a big night uh, last night. There are a lot of guys who have potential. And maybe once they crack a starting lineup, they're going to be just phenomenal values. Uh, at least, you know, their rookie cards and certainly their graded rookie cards. So I would suggest at least pay attention. Find ways like I have to stay in touch with what is going on around the league, ways to monitor, um, certainly ESPN, Yahoo Sports app. You need to know when a guy like um, Russell Westbrook, who, yeah, the, the Wizards may not be a playoff team, but wow, he went 29 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, and he's been doing a lot in the last month. Are his cards undervalued? You decide. What about Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who if, boy, if, they're, if the Pelicans make a trade involving Lonzo Ball or they change the rotation and get Walker some more minutes, that guy is um, a great shooter, great scorer, worth watching, maybe still in some cheap rookie bins from that prism class of 19 and I mentioned Jordan Poole, man, the last three games, three of the last four games, he's at 26, 25, and 23 points. Watch out for him. Brandon Ingram, another big night, 30 points, eight assists, six rebounds, a block, and two steals. And I seem to find a way to mention Darius Garland every podcast. I've already said the name Shake Milton, 21 points, 28 points. Who is this guy? Where can you find his rookies? People. Go on eBay and do some searching because I'm, I'm the guy reminding you to pay attention to what's actually happening in the NBA. And, and as the trade deadline approaches, know your strategy. I, I, I have at times bought a guy just because, oh, I think he's going to get more playing time. Oh, I think that was a good deal. And uh, if it's a guy that you're not already watching 
now? Like you haven't already done a little bit of research or a little bit of awareness of what that team is going to be like and and how they're going to use him. Like I remember when the Rockets signed Christian Wood. <laughs> he had a phenomenal season last year in Detroit and whoever wound up with this guy was going to get a stud power forward, a 20 and 10 possible. You stay healthy, right? Uh, but a fantastic player now moved into a full-time role. Anyway, at the same time, one of the things that many of us have been doing lately is not just paying attention to guys playing and performing now and how those guys are doing, but thinking about who are the all-time greats where you can still find deals on Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Hall of Fame ceremony coming up. Keep that on your radar. Uh, I'm just saying, know the calendar. Know what's going on in, in basketball. It's fun to check box scores. I have been more into that than I have been with March Madness. But in a few minutes, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an extended bonus part to this episode and uh, bring my son, Luke, into the equation. We're going to talk March Madness. We're going to talk about his collecting and investing experiences. He's 15, and we've had a lot of fun with it. He's had lucky rips, man. He he is just has a knack for pulling out uh, lucky or the best cards. So when I get when I get something good, and I'm like, well, if I open this, I might get a bunch of you know base cards that nobody wants to nobody wants to look at. But if but if Luke opens it, there's there's some luck of the draw involved. So he's pulled a few Zions. I believe he's pulled some Justin Herberts. That's a football player. <laughs> he's we focus on the NBA, right? So, but we're gonna talk March Madness, the NBA basketball card collecting, and uh, it'll be fun for you guys to to meet him here at Hoops and Cards as we look towards the trade deadline. Stay stay focused on the numbers and the trends, and I'll keep you posted on some of those players that break out. Listen again, the, the people that I've mentioned tonight. I hope Jaron Jackson comes back soon. I don't know. Nobody seems to know. I hope Karis LeVert starts to play like Karis LeVert for the Pacers, but man, Brogdon has been on fire. Malcolm Brogdon is one of those under the radar. He's He's 20... Plus a game, if the Pacers have a playoff run in them with Sabonis and Lavert and Brogdon and Turner, they could be, I mean, Brogdon could be a resurgent deal. And I, I've already said how much I love Norman Powell. If I didn't, there you go. I haven't been following the Spurs as much. I'm curious, like a lot of you, what kind of potential Keldon Johnson has. But uh, they just don't seem to have a very solid plan for how they're going to play their players in San Antonio. So I would I would stay away from them for now and uh, always got my eye on Portland with C.J. McCollum, Dame Lillard, Gary Trent Jr. And um, yeah, I think a big question for the NBA is going to be, with LaMelo Ball out, who wins Rookie of the Year? Is that when Anthony Edwards' star starts to rise? Because he's been playing. He's been playing like the number one pick. The, the attention of the card hobby and investing has been on LaMelo. Anthony Edwards has been incredible, guys. He's been fantastic. Emmanuel Quickly has been terrific. Get out and look at, at some of the rookies. 
even though they're overpriced, you know, even though I'm I'm like, man, I love Don Russ basketball. I, I love seeing new releases come out. I am not just personally not going to, you know, I already said this, not going to waste my money on uh, cards that are going to be worth a fraction of what they're selling for now in three weeks when the new Prism comes out or when everybody gets their hands on them or when we find out that they re-release, <laughs> you know, more retail coming out of all these. So I'm going to let the dust settle and focus on guys that are actually playing well and all-time greats. That's what I'm doing. Not that I don't enjoy <laughs> rip and wax or watching breaks. Let's all do that. But guys, I'm excited to move us on to the next part of our show with our special guest, Luke, and the March Madness conversation. All right, everybody, we're going to try something a little bit different tonight. As uh, we watch March Madness here Monday night, I have a special guest in the house. Yes, my, sir. my favorite basketball player on the planet actually is here with me. Everybody give it up for Luke. <laughs> he's, he's clapping for himself. And uh, I'm excited to have Luke on the podcast with me because I noticed that... Uh, you know, when I go in and see who's listening, most of the guys, most of the people listening to Hoops and Cards are 29 and older. So I wanted someone younger. And uh, Luke happens to live in my house and be my son, right? Or I'm, yeah. you call me Pops? Pops. What's up, Pops? Why do you call me Pops? Because I like it. Okay. It's easy to say. And Luke knows basketball very well, plays basketball, and... uh so, but I'm excited that you're on the, the podcast tonight, and I'm also like, I hope they can hear you. Maybe you need to talk uh, louder. They can hear me. They can hear you? Oh, you're recording on that? Yeah. But I'm recording on here. Well, what we can do is put them together. Okay, if we, if we need to do that. Yeah. All right, he's, he's got, he's all mic'd up, headphones, all the things. This is fun. I was going to talk about, uh, Luke, how to get new basketball cards, but the thing is, uh, there's all these lines at Target and Meyer and, and Walmart, and nobody can get them. And remember last year when we ripped open a bunch of boxes? Yes, I do remember that. Like, wait, what do you mean, like last year? Do you mean like when there was when we got it from the flea market, or like when we actually got stuff from Target? I guess a little both. Like when like when, when we got stuff from Target, we they actually had stuff we could get. Uh, Don Russ and NBA hoops, like fat packs. Like they they had a lot of those at the beginning, like last December, I think it was. So they had, like they had blaster boxes too. But. We're talking about before COVID. Yeah, before COVID, they had they actually had stuff. It seems like a former life when you could find like affordable wax. Oh yeah, you know, like once Prism started blowing up, that was when they started like you couldn't find it anymore in like Target or Walmart unless you um, reserved it or got there right when the. And no matter what I would bring home, you would want to rip it. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm lucky at opening cards. <laughs> He is, he is lucky. How many Zions did you pull last year? Uh, I have pulled one from each major set that's not select. Okay. So I pull one from Prism, um, Optic, NBA Hoops, and um, Don Russ. Mosaic? Wait. Oh, no, I did pull it. And Mosaic. Don Russ and Mosaic. Yeah, you got to keep the Mosaic, right? Yeah. Wasn't that in one of your... We, like, that, split a box, split a box and, and you got the Zion... I finally uh, got actually one of my because I pulled the optic one for you, which is probably the best one. But then I finally got a good one. The optic one you pulled, we have on video, and the first thing you said was, 
It's off center. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wow it's Zion. It was uh it's off centered. Well, but it was true. I, I celebrated, but then I was like, well it's off center. I, I wanna like play that video. Let's go. Uh, we can insert that clip next. Yeah, we that would be you can do that on yeah. your you, yes. he's more tech savvy than than his dad. Like some people are still buying wax even if they have to overpay for it and and just keeping it. Like like seeing it as a collection of mysterious who could be in this box because a few years from now it could be you know full of well it has all the rookies yeah you know we almost did that last year with i think you got a prism prism blaster box for like 90 bucks on ebay or something and you were gonna hold it but then we just, we just i remember it. that yeah. it is so hard not to open the things it did not turn out well either we no the best the best card was i think like a christoph's porzingis patch i think that was not very good I mean, nothing against the uh, big Kristaps, but yeah. I mean, what is it with FOMO? And I, you know, I I want to open it. I can't just let it sit on the shelf for two weeks. But a lot of people are making tons of money. I remember like a few weeks ago being at a card shop that where the guy has like exclusive uh, ordering rights to new releases, and he's got a buddy who that's just like his retirement plan. He just continues to to mm. spend thousands of dollars on these and just like stores them up somewhere but i how can you not open these i know it's like the urge is so so real because you always want to know like what's actually in there and you you know you could get like you'll pull a one-on-one sign at any moment but it's just really unlikely but it's also sometimes not worth it like that last blaster box we were talking about i mean some of it's just for the experience right that's why we watch all these breaks on youtube yeah go watch pac-man breaks on youtube that guy's awesome is he the hey guys guy? No. Okay. That's like, that's like uh, premium sports cards forty four. Is that guy? I love that they sound like total uh, Chicago. And then there's Mike also Ditka the, guys. There's the guy from Wisconsin who's uh, Packer cards. I can't remember his number. I think he's like eighty seven. He has like a Wisconsin accent. So you like remember their names? And then there's also a guy with a Wisconsin accent, but he's a Cardinals fan, and he's five uh, O Cheddar Bob. Okay. Wow, those guys, guys! Those last two guys, Packer cards and and Cheddar Bob, are more football, and then Pac Man is more basketball. Did we just shout out Cheddar Bob twice on the Hoops and Cards podcast? And this and, is this is epic. And Packer cards. So, Luke, here's a question: Lamelo Ball just went down for the the rest of the season, and suppose I'm like, oh man, I I I still got to open, I still got to buy this a box of Don Russ or Prism when it comes out. I think on the thirty first, Prism might still come out. What rookies, though, other than LaMelo, like, even matter? You, well, you watching that? I mean, LaMelo is obviously the best, and I, he, I think he should still win Rookie of the Year uh, this he, year because he, he just had such a good year. But Anthony Edwards is one. I he's love been, Anthony he's Edwards. He's been improving, I think, this year. And who else is there? There's... Wiseman. Wiseman. Quickly. Uh, I think Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony's doing... Emmanuel quickly is getting hot. Who else? Anybody else? Um, Patrick Williams when he has a big rebound Emmanuel night. Emmanuel Qu- quickly is doing pretty good. Yep. I think. Pretty sure. Cole I, Anthony. Did I already say him? Cole you did say Cole Anthony. Oh, okay. Tyrese Maxey. Is he just good because LeBron signed him as a like LeBron's agency? Mm-hmm. I don't know sure. who else. Okoro has been playing okay for the Cavs like once he's gotten back. Oh yeah, hoops and cards. By the way, we are we are big Cavs fans here, so yeah. we're like loving the way Darius Garland is playing, Colin Sexton is playing, mm-hmm. but Okoro hasn't turned up any offense yet. Yeah, 
He's mostly like rebounds and D. Yeah, Okoro, I'm looking at his stats right now. He has, yeah, eight points per game average right now. Okay. The Cavs picked him to be three and D, and he's just been D and D. Yeah, he's just been D and D, <laughs> pretty much. What about the tournament? Luke's been following. His bracket's yes. better than mine. I picked Ohio State. Eh. I picked Baylor in my main bracket, and they're still alive. All Three of my final four teams are still alive. Okay. With um, Alabama, Baylor, and who's the one from the top left? Uh, Oral Roberts? No. Oh. Uh, Abilene to uh, Stump No. Oh. Hold on. It's... <laughs> uh, what's the... Is shoot, that Bernie I, Kozar? I had... I didn't like, didn't like Iowa, so I didn't pick them. I'm thinking of the top left. How about West Virginia? West Virginia, I picked, but they. You like West they're Virginia? My, they're my only team that is out of my final four right now. Is Bob Huggins still at West Virginia? Who? The, the, see, this is a generational gap right now. I asked if Bob Huggins is still at West Virginia. So I did say, Luke, before we came on here, March Madness. I mean, what does that have to do with? NBA hoops and cards, and he was like, dude, future. Yeah, I also said that this is not called NBA and cards, it's called hoops and cards, so we can talk about any hoops. So what players do you think have a good NBA oh. future? Last year you were all Obi Toppin. Yes, Obi Toppin, and actually, he did, I mean, he did okay. He's not doing great, but, okay, so for guys... Like in, this year's college. This, this year's college, Luca Garza, I think today, just had 36 in his final game. What?! Um, there's Man, I don't know his first name, Man from Mr. Man played really good. Um, the two guys from Oral Roberts, um, Asmus and Obanor, I think is the guy's name, had 30 and 29 against Ohio State. Those guys can score. All right, so watch for Asmus and Obanor. Obanor. Okay. 30 and Asmus was like insane. He, He led the... Uh, NCAA in points per game this year. So. Well, who's this Cunningham guy I keep hearing about? Cade Cunningham. Is from it Oklahoma Cage State. or Cade? Cade. Okay. Uh, he's pretty good. I actually haven't seen him play because I didn't. I didn't have time to watch the Oklahoma State games, but they, yeah, they did just lose to Oregon State. So. Okay. But there's also this guy in this in the Michigan game that we're just watching. The big guy. I don't. I don't know which guy it is, but I think he's playing okay. For Michigan? Yeah, I think he's playing good. Like, like, cause they only have a big Wagner. Team. Yeah, Wagner. Okay. And it's then, it's not Wagner. It's Wagner. Them right now? LSU. Oh yeah, they have the one dude. Um, I wish it wasn't a commercial right now, cause I would actually see him on the floor. Um, shoot, what's that guy's name? We can come back to that. Hold on, let me look. I do. All right. So while while Luke's checking out LSU's roster and such, I want to tell you. Trendon Watford. Trendon Watford. He's, he's playing pretty good. Okay, is he... Like, some of these guys, are they NBA stars? Because I, uh, I don't... Just because a guy's name is Luca doesn't mean he's going to be a big deal. Well, I think, I think Luca Garza could be good because, like, when I was first watching him play, I didn't think he'd be very good because he's just a tall white guy and, like... Yeah. But he... And he would... His, like, threes have some, like, arc on them. I was like, there's no way these would go in. But Wait, he's so he's a big guy from Iowa that scored 36 today. Yeah. That's a, that's a problem. Yeah. That's good. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Jokic in that he can shoot. And he also might be able to, like, improve into the passing role that Jokic has as well with the Nuggets, so... All right, so Luke, a couple of questions about cards. About a year ago, a little over a year ago, Luke started... 
not only helping me with uh, buying and selling cards, but started to buy and sell his own. And one of his best purchases that somehow you still held on to is that Donovan Mitchell. Tell us about it. So I think it was, what was it, beginning of COVID or maybe, maybe in the middle of COVID. I was trying to think of a card that I really wanted to get because I, well, I was broke, but I had like 30 or 40 <laughs> bucks in my bank account and I wanted to spend it. And I wanted to get a card and like wax with way too much, like because at that point right? Prism had, Prism had driven everything up. So I was thinking Donovan Mitchell is one of my favorite players, and I saw that his PSA nine Prism rookies were like really low, and they were like one of the only, he was one of the only guys that wasn't jumping up like a lot. This was before everybody you recognized who he was. They were yeah. chasing after Ja and Trey. And... Yeah, people were more occupied with other people like Zion and all them. Yeah. And yeah, he he wasn't jumping up like all the other cards were. So I I got one for I want to say thirty thirty five bucks on eBay PSA nine and wait thirty five dollars thirty six dollars PSA nine Donovan Mitchell Prism rookie yeah. PSA. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been paying attention. Those are up to over I think at least one fifty, and they got over two hundred during the bubble. But I did not. I still have it. I didn't sell it. So, so what's your take on like, cause some people are collecting and obviously Donovan Mitchell's one of your favorite guys. And, uh, yeah. Also investing, like buying this card thinking, Hey, this could be, yeah. this and, could be, uh, uh, worth a lot more in mm-hmm. a year like it is, but at yeah, what, like, how do you know when to sell it? Um, I would say when you know that that card has probably hit its max, so I would say once Donovan, for me, once Donovan Mitchell, once that card gets back up to 200, I don't think it'll get any higher than that because unless like, unless, unless he makes a playoff down, run and well, goes no, to the if finals, it's, if it's way down the road, like he, he becomes like a hall of famer and MVP, it might go up further than 200. But I think like you didn't see LeBron's or AD's cards jump too much, like after they won their finals. So I don't know, but I would just say. Are you selling it? Are you selling it? Yeah, I'll sell it at some point when it gets back up to two hundred. You're not saying I'm going to hold it for ten years because he's a Hall of Famer. No, you're selling it. Yes, I'm. I'm selling to buy other cards or to to buy other cards, probably. Okay, I mean, when with that kind of profit, you guys, he could keep some and use it for whatever, and buy other cards that'll go up. Yeah, so. So, hey, guys, one of the things, like, the reason we brought Luke on is because he's awesome and we love talking about cards together and about not just the NBA, but apparently LSU leading Michigan here in our brackets and all that stuff. But also, like, we got to think as a hoops and cards, like basketball cards hobby, not just about right now, but about the future and about the generations, like, in their teens and 20s. And so, Luke, it's awesome to have you on, like... Um, do you think you're into collecting and investing cards like for the long term or is this just something, Hey, it's, it's fun and it's an outlet or you don't know. Uh, I always say it would be long term for me because I, I really enjoy collecting cards because I've been collecting cards since probably I was probably five or six years old. Yeah. You went in with me a couple times or a bunch of times to new heart cards, yeah, downtown Delaware. To get some hobby boxes. And you just give me all the trash cards. But I, still <laughs> and I, also I gave you some good cards. I also remember getting like 2011 score as like my only cards that I would ever get. 
score was my card every year. But speaking of score, do you remember that uh, awesome football card that you ripped? We were at the Newhart Cards, and I bought a uh, like a just a was it a hobby box of score football? And guess what? What Luke opened? Johnny Manziel rookie auto that was before the season, so it was before everybody knew that he was trash. So I sold. <laughs> so at what was that? That was 2014. So I was probably seven, eight. Yeah. Years old. I sold that for 120 bucks on eBay. I think is had to. Biggest, yeah. Had yeah, to. I did, and I bought like three more hobby boxes with it. And I also, I also had to give some packs to my sister because she was the one who picked out the box <laughs> at the place. So it's a good brother as well. So, so then now with all that extra money, you went ahead and bought a bunch of Johnny's last week, right? To like kind of no, no oh, okay. <laughs> But I have been looking through my old collection. I have a lot of Johnny. Like I did not know how many Johnnies I had, but I have a lot. All right, last question, Luke. Who are your favorite uh, NBA players who you think uh, the sky is the limit? Like they're gonna like a year ago, you were you were Russell pushing me. To, true, you were pushing me to get Jaron Jackson's, Jackson. so I did. But who else? You said Westbrook. Um, well, yeah, Westbrook. I don't, I don't think his cards will go up anymore because he's towards the end of his career, but. Playing I mean, awesome. Yeah, he's I love him. He's my favorite player. But like yeah, like you said, Jaron Jackson. Um I think Brandon Clark had a good rookie year that was kind of underrated at some points. So I think he might go up some like the Grizzlies, like in the Grizzlies. Uh you don't like Tyler Hero, but I think I think he has a potential. Why why do you not like Tyler Hero? I don't like Tyler Hero. It's nothing personal. <laughs> I just don't understand why people pay pay so much attention to guys like that. And Colin Sexton was like ignored for the first two years of well, his career because he's on a winning team. Who? Hero. When? When? Uh, they were in the finals last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. But they also had Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler. Like I think guy. Tyler Hero had gonna, one good game. That brings me to my next guy. I was going to talk about Kendrick Nunn. All right. Because he has a lot of potential. I saw him as in what was he undrafted? I think. But he's like 27. Is he really? He is an I older guy. Yeah. Okay, well, he Maybe. was undrafted and he was starting on the on the Heat as a rookie at point guard. I saw that and I was kind of confused because right? the Heat were good and they were going on a run. But I remember his optic cards were really hot when they first came out. But they kind of That was the out. only one. Yeah, that was the only one. Before Mosaic. And... Mm-hmm. All right. Luke, any other advice for people just starting out in basketball card collecting or... Uh, investing. <laughs> That's, I would um, appreciate that insight. Enjoy it. Uh, I did not edit that out. <laughs> uh, enjoy collecting because, like, the cards have gone up a lot, and I bet, like, wax will probably go up even more. So when you get wax, enjoy opening it because that's the best part of it all. So do that. All right. Luke, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. You, uh, like I said, you're my favorite player and my favorite boy in the whole world. My and, favorite uh, pops in the whole world. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, Hoops and Cards. This has been uh, special guest Luke giving See us an insight from age 15 and loving basketball and the tournament tonight. Mm-hmm. Great job, bud. Yeah, I think it was uh, important for all of us to 
have time with a guest like Luke. Uh, it reminds me of when I was younger and getting into sports and collecting slash investing in cards. And at the same time, this is a unique time to be uh, a kid when it comes to cards. A lot of things are too expensive. A lot of things are, are brand new. All these new online platforms. He does Starstock. We didn't even get into that. Starstock. And we talk about Top Shot and certainly eBay and all those things. Uh, but the perspective of a teenager. And just think about, too, all the people that are coming back to the hobby or back to basketball cards because they were into it in the 90s or 2000s. Boy, what's it going to be like in 20 years when... Luke and his friends come back around and what opportunities will we wish we had jumped on today? That's a whole nother rabbit trail, right? How many more LeBrons would I buy right now if I, ooh, this is, you get the point. It's good to listen to people from different generations and to just enjoy hanging out together, talking about sports and cards and uh, the game that we love, basketball. So thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe, like, follow at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, Hoops and Cards Podcast at gmail.com. Got questions, got ideas for us. I got some awesome guests coming up these next couple weeks. So, hey, keep tracking with us and uh, enjoy March Madness. <laughs>